Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Fort, let's go back out to the Sullivan Super Service Fan Hotline, providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years, all the way down to Bradenton, where we find our friend and yours, Mr. Jason Mackey. Jason, what's the story of the day in Bradenton? Oh, man, uh, a couple different things. Uh, Key Brian Hayes talked to us, a um, couple of us here covering it. I thought it was a very interesting session about how much he's learned and kind of being one of the older guys now. There's also a truck behind me that sounds like it's taking off to the moon. Um, yeah, I think it's a very important season for Hayes. We were asking him about what happened over the final two months of last year. How much can you sort of pick that up and uh, put it back into this season? So, I mean, that's one thing. Um, probably the most serious day of camp thus far, Joe, where – you know, a couple guys throwing live. Mitch Keller has continually looked excellent. He threw live today. Pitchers are certainly way ahead of hitters. That's not uncommon for, for this time. David Bednar looked very good. Um, Carvin Majinski looked very good. So, yeah, I mean, those, those are a few of them. Well, I remain fascinated with the O'Neill Cruz situation. What do you see as you look around and watch him in drills at the plate, taking ground balls? Does If I told you nothing had ever happened to him, would you say, yeah, it looks I would believe that way? You. Yeah? I would believe you. He looks inhibited in no way. And maybe that's why I didn't mention it. Maybe I should have mentioned it. I don't know. Um, I have, I'm treating this season for him like last year never happened. Uh, we should probably account for it with motivation i mean he's going to be extremely motivated to prove himself but yeah i mean you the way he moves around you you couldn't tell um i was watching him take bp today and i just commented to somebody how easy the power looks and it looks exactly the way it should look um you know they haven't done a lot so i'm not going to go too crazy but uh, in a way i think o'neill is somewhat of a non-story just because he is you know he's going to be there he's going to play a lot he's going to you know, be a consistent part of this offense. Now, I mean, obviously he's a huge story because of how talented he is and what the ceiling is. I mean, I'm, I'm not actually saying it's not a story. I'm just saying that I, I do expect him to be out there and perform and not be limited. Man, the idea of him and the key Brian Hayes we saw for the last three months last year, that's just visions of sugar plums yep. dancing in our heads, isn't it? It is. And I mean, you know, they're, they're going to be probably wrapped around Brian Reynolds. Um, if Jack Sawinski can develop, if Rowdy Telez can give them something, I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be the best offense in the, the National League. Like, I haven't been drinking spiked Kool-Aid down here. Uh, but can it be serviceable? Yes, I do. I mean, I think they can 
actually have a halfway decent offense. And you go down the line, and what's Andrew McCutcheon going to give them? What's Hank Davis going to give them? I mean, there should, like this team should not think offensively. As long as they stay healthy, like they should at least be middle of the pack. Man, I, I it, yes, if O'Neal Cruz <laughs> hits and becomes a star, and if they get that key Brian Hayes, and then Reynolds, you know, you expect a certain level of performance, not superstar, but you know, well above average, hopefully. And then Sawinski becomes a wild card to me, and then Hank Davis is the biggest wild card of all, no doubt. And he, uh, Joe, I was on with um, Josh Roundtree last night. He was asking me some stuff about Davis and. You know, I'll add more context with you. I mean, he's just looked so darn good, man. Like, and what, offensively or defensively? Both. Both. I mean, the power has been noticeable. But honestly, I guess the bigger development would be him, like what he's doing behind the plate, how confident he looks. It's not tense. In the past, he's been guilty of sort of like over-gripping things. And a result, his receiving suffers, and he's too robotic. That's the, not the way Henry looked. I was actually talking about that with Ford as we were both watching drills. Like, he's moving around well. He's calm. Um, you're throwing to bases. Like, he, I, last year when I watched him, Henry would spike so many throws. I think he, I'm probably just trying too hard. There's no concern about his arm. But he is chilled out. And just every defensive drill they've done down here, he looks like a markedly different catcher than he did last year. My concern for you, as it was for me, is when you're down there, we all get swept up in the Bradenton fever. That's my only concern, Jason, and I hope you're taking medication for that. That's all. (laughs) You know how it goes, though. You know what I mean? No, I mean, I've prefaced a few answers with that, Joe, and I'll add it in here. Like, it's really tough to get a true evaluation on a catcher, too. I mean, he's, you know, he's catching live BPs. He's catching side sessions. He's throwing to bases in a controlled environment. So, yeah, I've... And I probably should have gone harder with that with what I said. It's it's absolutely take it with a, a whole, I don't know, shaker of salt, not just a grain. Who's going to be the opening day catcher? I mean. <laughs> Say it, Jason. It's going to be uh, Hank Davis. At this point, it looks like Hank Davis. Yes, you're right. You're right. I think that's the outcome the Pirates would like. Um, you know, let's just put an asterisk there and say it's the first day of the second week, or I don't know what day it is. Every day is Tuesday down here, but you know, it hasn't been a lot of time. <laughs> it's just such but, a, I mean, we- it's such point, a you know, weird story. Why didn't they use him at catcher last year then? I know. Well, I mean, he might not have been good enough. Well, when did he get good enough? Maybe this offseason? I mean, hmm. that's serious, Joe. I, he's so young when it comes to catching. I, and I'm, This isn't like trying to reiterate what the team wants you to believe, although it kind of is. Like, he hasn't caught a lot in the minor leagues. And if you go look at numbers and, like, what Adley Rutschman has done, um, I think I listed uh, Buster Posey, Will Smith. Like, you know, some of these guys that are, like, really highly touted catchers in the past handful of years caught way more than Henry Davis has in the minor leagues. That's a fact. And he also works his tail off. He, I did a story yesterday about how seriously he has taken being down here more from a team-building perspective. But you take somebody like that who is struggling – who really wants to be good and has all the physical tools, like why can't he get better in, in an offseason? And it appears he has. Man, I hope so. It's just a very strange story. That's all. Sure. And, and don't you think that Andy Rodriguez is still their long-term catcher? I don't know. I don't know if they know. I, I don't think anybody has their minds made up on – I mean, 
honestly, Joe, like I, I don't think they know who starts behind the plate opening day. I, I truly believe that. I don't know if they know who starts opening day behind the plate, opening day at second base, opening day at right field. How's Nick Gonzalez um, doing? He's okay. I can't say that I've been wowed or uh, made sick by anything he's done. I, I haven't seen him hit much. Defense has been fine. Um, I mean, that's another guy that I, I, I don't know where he fits. Like, in games, he, Jared Triolo, Leover Pagara, or G1 Bay, somebody's going to have to take hold of that position. I don't see how you can split that between certainly not four guys. I mean, even two, I feel like, is going to be kind of difficult. Somebody's going to have to take that and run with it. This is a disaster. Now I'm, depre- <laughs> now I'm depressed about time. the other side of the infield. They took this guy seventh overall. Was that a horrible draft pick, or do we not, do we not know yet? I mean, I, I don't think – it doesn't look great right now. Seventh um, overall. He's 24. Yeah. Hank Davis yeah, is going to be 25. At some point, these I'm, guys got to start producing. Well, I agree, but he's played 30 games in the big leagues, Joe. Yeah, and he I might mean, not start at second base. And people are questioning whether he's even going to be, uh, you know, a viable major league starter, Nick Gonzalez. I don't think it's definitely not too early to question that pick. I'm not saying to question it, but we haven't reached a definitive conclusion. That's what I'm saying. We can't say that we've reached. You can question it all you want, sure. Um, But, I mean, he's still, what, 25, if that, 24? Yeah, Um, to me that's getting up there a little bit when I see some of the other younger guys around baseball. I mean, he debuted in his third pro season. Um, it was okay at times, not great at others. Had a lot of success at AAA. Like, I don't think the ship has sailed. Like, I think it's still very much within his grasp to feels like well it's le- feels fly. like it's left the dock to me. Not sailing, yeah. not sailing You're yet. A- already? You're are they? No, no, no. Not not me punting. Are they? The the kids no, gonna turn the kids gonna turn twenty five this year. He was drafted no. seventh overall, and he can't nail down a spot. I'm, I'm concerned. Are you saying there's not concern about Nick Gonzalez from, from inside and outside the organization, whether that was a good pick at seven? I mean, define concern, Joe. I that mean, he's not going to pan out. Like they that he's not going to that he's not going to pan out as someone worthy no, of the seventh overall pick. No, I don't think they're thinking that he's going to flop. If that's okay. what you want me to say, I don't. I don't think they have that concern. Now, do they want to see more for him? Yeah, I think that's completely fair. I think he wants to see more from him, but I don't think they're concerned that that pick was a flop. How about Edward Cabrera? These things get heated, don't they, Fort? Ford is in there behind the glass, Jason. He's liking it's this good, one. It's good talk radio. I like it. We had a, a conversation with Jonathan Bomboli earlier about a runaway kangaroo in Florida. Have you seen that thing yet? <laughs> What, Bomboli gets the runaway kangaroo and I get your angry pirate's cake? What is this crap? <laughs> Give me a kangaroo, Starkey. We have a better relationship than this. He said He said the kangaroo squares up like a boxer when he's confronted. Can you imagine boxing a kangaroo? Jason, what's I, your first I, move? I, I said kick him right in the nuts. Ooh. Surprise yeah, the kangaroo low. with a human kick. He doesn't think we can kick. You're right, Joe. It might be tough to get within striking distance, too. Like, like punching-wise. Like, I don't right. know if I could totally square off with a kangaroo. So, cook, a, a kick is a good move. What about a tackle? Would maybe. you go low and try to take it off its feet? Maybe. that's the, They have little I, legs, that, that, though, don't that's they? That's what I was thinking. Like, you know, drive a shoulder into it and take it to the ground, and then I can 
or somehow use the, use the pouch against him, right? That seems to be his fatal flaws. He has a pouch and we don't, right? I wish I had a pouch. That'd be nice. <laughs> you could keep your computer in there on planes, right? You wouldn't have to check it or anything like that. I could do all kinds of things with a pouch, Joe. Just imagine the possibilities of one of those things. Endless. They're absolutely endless. Jason Mackey is in Bradenton fan Twitter. <laughs> brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at southhillskia.net. Where does the Edward Cabrera thing stand? Are the Pirates going to lose out to the Brewers on a first baseman, a catcher, and a pitcher? Oh, gosh. Yeah, let's not do that. Um, I mean, it, it, it remains in the negotiatory stages. I'm going to make up a word intentionally, but no, like I still think there's it, it can happen. It's uh, being negotiated. It's a possibility. I don't think the ship has sailed. I think the Pirates very much want to get a starting pitcher. I think there's some uh, a little bit of a game of chicken being played here. What the Marlins want the Pirates to give up, what the Pirates want to give up. I, you know, as I understand talks here, Joe, and this is you know with the Marlins. Period. Like, I, there's interest in both sides in, in coming together on something. Um, that doesn't mean you know it's going to be slow or you know fast process or, or an easy process. But yeah, I I still think it comes together. I'm a little surprised it hasn't yet to this point um, that fits with the rest of the shape of the offseason. But I think the Marlins can, if they give up Edward Cabrera, stand to get some stuff back from the Pirates that the Pirates are willing to part with, meaning like younger players, prospects, pitchers, whatever. And the Pirates scratch an itch by getting a guy that, you know, would, would fit a more prominent spot in their rotation. So, yes, active. Um, I still think it's happening. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I just got a an email from Sportsnet Pittsburgh, um, and I'm trying to decipher whether this means there's any changes. So you tell me. No, you want me to you want me to tell you? I, I, I'm aware. Yeah. Is there any changes? Um, some. Yeah. Some additions, enhancements, or whatever. Um, as people, I've reported basically everything that was in the email other than Alex Presley being a part of the uh, pregame postgame studio setup. But Rob King will be back in studio. Um, Hannah Mears, Latrobe native, Penn State graduate. She's done some stuff for the Pens and Pirates on social. Takes over for Robbie. Uh, we know Robbie wasn't coming back um, or wasn't being brought back, I should say. Um, Brown and Block, the same. In-game analysts, the same. Um, Stephen Brault, a part of the pre and I'm really excited for that. I did that story in the winter meetings in Nashville. I think Brawl's going to be fantastic on there, man. I really do. I mean, he's, I don't need to tell anybody about his personality, but the work he's put in 
is really cool. Um, I think that's it. Uh, it'll kind of be like the Penguins where, like, Haley Hunter and Dan Potash, they kind of flip a little bit. One will do the reporting. One will be in the studio. I think yeah. that'll kind of be the same with Dan. and, and Dan, uh, Dan Potash left Ron Cook's retirement party without warning. It was unbelievable. So if he, he just is, is snuck he, out the back. Yeah, is he down there? Is he is he in Bradenton right now? Potash yeah. or Ron? Pot- well, no. we know Ron's in Florida, but not Bradenton. No, I think Ron, uh, Potash is not here. Michael McHenry is here, though. I, I will love that. Let guy. you know. Oh, is he unbelievable? Oh, is he great? He, he's flexing at me right now and pointing at me like Hulk Hogan from the parking yeah. lot. <laughs> so we have Brown and Block, and then uh, as as analysts, we have Walk, Wainer, Young, Caps, Walker, and then uh, Potash, Haley, Hunter as the sideline reporters, and then Rob King in studio, and then the studio analysts include McHenry, Brault, Mercer, Presley, Young, Caps, and Walker. Are they taking every living former pirate and putting them in there? What's happening yep. here, Jason? <laughs> I mean, it's going to operate a lot like the Penguins games. Oh, I guess it's more than... Trottier, Jay, Colby, Bartkowski uh, might be missing one or two. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of smaller additions. I think um, Young, Caps, and um, who's the third one listed there? There's what Walker. Mercer. are going to be fairly regular. Yeah, I mean, those are, I mean, you got an hour of pre and post with two people in those seats. So Is Brault going to sing? Mis- Will Brault sing at any point? That's what I I'm interested in. Yes. I bet he does. I'm I'm interested, Joe, and I don't know this for a fact. This is just me knowing Steven and knowing what he can do and what he wants to do. I want to see him host. I want to see him host. I want to see them put him for games, like have him do play-by-play and relieve Who? Brown and Block. Who's that? I mean, that's his goal. Uh, Brault. Oh, Brault, yeah. Brault. Yeah, I he like all the – He doesn't want to be a typical color analyst. He wants to be a play-by-play guy. Like the, the And it, his practice this st- such, he's the vocal performance major, like – he knows his way around that stuff, and it's, it'll be interesting to see if he can handle it. I like it. I like, in fact, I've thought of this show moving forward. What would it be like to have roving uh, you know, guests in studio all the time? Perhaps you could even be one of them. They're not going to leave it up to me, um, right. but, but that's just an idea that I have is do people want to hear the same two people every single day, or would it be more fun to have a revolving guest list where people, you know, it's Tuesdays with – Jason Mackey. It's Thursdays with the big boy, Mark Caballi. It's Friday, yep. Fridays with Mike DeFabo. You know, things like that. I don't Joe, know. It's just things I think about, but I don't mind having that many. Joe, I would love doing radio. I do love doing radio with you. I think your mind is brilliant and fantastic. With my new, with my new role, I would love to hook up with you for an afternoon and talk a little bit. I don't. I what do you mean? Do What's your new role? Columnist. He's, he's the new Ron Cook, I believe, isn't he? You are? How do I not yes. know that? Was an e- Did an email know. come out? Yes, you missed it. I haven't looked at my work. I don't look at work email except for once every month. Well, congratulations, not- man. When did this happen? <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Um, I don't know, last week, a couple days ago, something. They all blend together here. It's been well, out for a little bit. Who's covering it, the Pirates the then? Week. Uh, I can't say that publicly yet. Andrew, Andrew will remain. Destiny's um, child. And, is he going to do it? Yeah. Destiny's child will be there. Um, <laughs> in the great. other half of the team, I, I am allowing him to announce it on his own terms. So you will hear from him shortly. Can you send me destiny's child, destiny child's number? I want to get him I on can. the air. Well, what are you going to do? Why are you still there? Why aren't you back here? Why aren't you covering the penguins? <laughs> I am 
so the switch flips on April 1st. For now, I am the Pirates beat writer. I am going to finish spring training, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to move into the columnist role vacated by one Mr. Ron Cook. Holy horse milk. Well, Ron never let – when I came in, um, Ron, you know, he's, he was very stubborn to his credit, but he's very stubborn, so he wouldn't give up days. So I was stuck on Thursday. I write for Wednesday and Thursday. Like back-to-back days, which never made any sense to me. Have they told you your days yet? Are we going to argue about these? Can I buy a day off you? Like guys buy these numbers off people when they join a new team? Can I bribe you into a new day? Joe, I've looked up to you for the entirety of my career. You write on what days you want, brother, and you tell me what days you want me to write. I'm not worried about that. We'll we'll work it out. You can have whatever days you like, and, and we'll be just fine. How about this, Fort? Is this guy magnanimous or what? I just wonder, is he going to start doing some things that Ron did? Like, is he going to wear like that Sports <laughs> Illustrated XXL sweater around all the time? What, what's he going to do? That's We're going to gonna... get you some Aliquippa pullovers, and you are going to write. Uh, you're going to write columns as Ron did. That's what you have to do here. Hey, I have one other question, Jason. Yep. Uh, this interesting little story, and by the way, congratulations, legitimately. That's fantastic. Thanks, man. Um. Tony Clark and the union don't like these new uniforms, apparently, that are going around baseball. These Nike uniforms, like, when do they wear them? When will they wear them? And what's the problem? They look, they look horrible. The little tiny, the little tiny lettering. It looks like, it looks like they're going back down toward like American Legion ball. What's happening here? I know they're bad. Um, so they're, they've been wearing them down here whenever guys throw live. That's just sort of baseball custom. Like a pitcher will throw, you know, his live BP at Pirate City and put on a full uniform, um, even side sessions down here. So, I mean, they're going to wear those uniforms, at least as I understand it, like that's the font for the uniforms this season. That's, that's, if they don't change anything, like These that's things how it's stink. always going. Well, okay, okay. I was prefacing it with that. Even Rob Manfred had admitted, like, when we move in this direction, a lot of times there's not, it's not perfect. So I don't think they're staying this way. I don't think it can stay this way. They're universally hated. People laugh at them. They look goofy and MLB knows it. I don't, I mean, they have to be able to correct this by the start of the season. They have to, I I understand it'll be like lost money or whatever, but I mean, I agree with you. They look, they look ridiculous and all involved understand how ridiculous it looks. Thank you, Jason. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good little session with Doctor Mackey. How did I not know that he's the new columnist around town? I knew it. I guess the other columnist for the paper didn't. Well, now you know. I had heard rumors that that would happen. This is absolutely incredulent, isn't he it? He even said in his tweet. Uh, he what mentioned tweet? Ron Cook. Jason Mackey put a tweet out. And oh. he mentioned Ron Cook, so big shoes to fill, certainly there. All right. Uh, fan text line, as I said. Listen, uh, the next segment here, I'm going to try to do one. This is either going to be the last edition of Text in the City, or it's going to take off. That one or the other. It's not up to me. It's up to you if you're listening. Sean, my friend Fort Myers here, is the only producer so far who knows how to run it. When I envisioned this, it seemed like the easiest thing in the world to run you compile the best texts of the day. When we get to texts in the city, you say Bill from Oakmont text, and then you read his text. Yet I have uh, 
Nelly in here yesterday. It all went to hell. And then I had City Limits didn't know what was happening. Donnie Football came in last week and acted like I handed him a physics problem. Read a text. And, and so the segment sucks so far. We'll salvage it today, I think. No, there's no salvaging. It needs to be good. It needs to be great. It's up to you. Sean is going to read your text. The best ones next. Give a hot take. 412-928-9370. No questions either. No questions. No anonymous text. Just give a hot take with your name. Joe from Green Tree. The Pirates got to keep Henry Davis. What are they doing here? They screwed up with Nick Gonzalez too, maybe. Or, or instead of maybe. I don't know. Something. Just send us a text. And I'm, I'm telling you. This is, this is the watershed moment for text in the city. Either it runs good today and we keep it every day at, uh, as, as the last segment or it's done. Okay? A lot of pressure on the listeners right now. A lot of pressure on me, a lot of pressure on you and the listeners. Name, take, text. 412-928-9370. Social media's biggest loser, Malsey, brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. And I want to tell you about the NBA, which I'll be watching tonight. I'll be watching Lakers, who are, I think, going to have a big de facto second half here. And Warriors. Don't count out either one of those teams, by the way. You got some of these young hotshot teams in the West. You're going to have to still get by LeBron and AD and Curry and Draymond and the rapidly emerging Jonathan Kaminga. But anyway, get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge America's number one sportsbook, because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 bucks if your bet wins. Quick bets, live, same-game parlays, your favorite NBA players and teams, all kinds of things. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Starkey and shoot your shot. 21-plus, present in Pennsylvania. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.